If you are a Braveheart, the next hour is just for you. Welcome to Bravehearts Radio with Brian Reinbold. In this program, you'll learn who the Bravehearts are and connect with them to help change the world. By doing so, you'll be changed for the better. Now, here's your host, Brian Reinbold. Welcome, Bravehearts. You're listening to Bravehearts Radio. I'm your host, Brian Reinbold, and I am the mission specialist because, you know, I don't fly the rockets. I just help make sure the trip gets accomplished. And uh, today I'm having uh, having a lot of fun already before the show started talking with Jim Hall. He is uh, a trainer extraordinaire and uh, something of a lunatic, uh, as uh, as you can get from if you're on uh, video with us, uh, we're, uh, we're on, uh, the team lunatics, uh, lifestyle gym. Jim's a personal trainer. And, uh, more than that, he's a great philosopher. Uh, I've come to really appreciate, um, uh, the questions that, uh, that he has. And, uh, today we're going to, I'll answer some questions or I'll ask some questions and, uh, I'll probably get, uh, get stumped by Jim from some too. So, uh, it's all well, give and take. Brian. It's all give <laughs> well, and take. Welcome Jim. Thank you, Brian. Thank you so much for having me this morning. How are you today, bud? I am uh, never better and I'm sticking with it. You know, sometimes I have to try to think of that, but um, yeah, never better. And I'm sticking with it. I've told you that story, right? Exactly. It sticks with you and it suits you well. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Sometimes I I say swell and, uh, and, and, you know, I often hear, uh, man, I don't hear swell very often. Well, if uh, I, you know, when you get to the gym, you work as hard as you do. It's more like swole. (laughs) <laughs> oh, so. you, know, uh, you know swell has two connotations as i see it there's the richie cunningham swell mm-hmm. it's like oh swell you know That's and then there's the clint eastwood swell like swell, swell. You know? <laughs> yeah so we're talking movie here i'll let you play clint i'm gonna take the richie high road here okay? yeah i'll take yeah, the cunningham yeah. high road <laughs> um well, Jim, uh, you know that we we met uh, earlier this year, and mm-hmm. since uh, I met you and started working with you uh, as a personal trainer, I have uh, I am down about forty pounds, mm-hmm. which uh, yeah, I, I consider that quite a success. And, and actually, uh, I think that it's not just amazing; I think it's amazing that you're being modest in the about forty pounds because nobody that I have trained for a long time has been as very specific and careful and spot on, seriously, with taking responsibility in knowing their numbers. Well, thank you. Yeah, you're you're great at it. You're absolutely great at it. It makes my job so much easier. Yeah, I, you know, and, and that's it, it's funny because you know I, I'm a, I'm a sports fan, of course, and you know uh-huh. sports sports tends to be about numbers. And there was I think it was a comedian was talking about uh, about the, uh, the 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 numbers and. Um, uh, actually, I, yeah, I think it was maybe somebody I was talking with about soccer because okay. soccer is like, okay, they're running, they're running, they're running. And then, you know, every once in a while there's a goal and then they really celebrate that. But mm-hmm. American sports are, um, you know, uh, he's, he's 19 of 23 passing, which is his mm-hmm. best week since week seven when he was uh, 19 of 22, but then he had 251 yards. And I, I mean, they're really, we're, we're just crazy about numbers in sports and, um, so I, I'm, I'm something of a sports fan. I don't think I'm yeah. a sports nut, uh, but yeah. that's a degree of uh, that's a that's a degree of perspective, I reckon. So yeah, you're you're. I wouldn't call you necessarily a zealot, but you are an appreciator. You know. Yeah. Uh, I, I, honestly, uh, you know, you were talking about numbers and everything, and uh, the, we in our culture, we are so intense on numbers and so influenced by numbers. Yeah. Sometimes it get used to our to our advantage and sometimes against us. It reminds me of the, the one of my, my favorite stories was the United States against the old Soviet Union. Yeah. Uh, and I believe it was, I believe it was like a bobsledding competition. Ooh. And uh, the headline ended up being that uh, the uh, Soviet Union defeats the United States in bobsled, um, that type of situation, you know, uh, or actually, no, actually, excuse me, the, the Soviet Union finished second in international bobsled competition, okay, and the United States finished next to last. Yep. The problem was there were only two teams, so next to last meant first. So, yeah, That's, we, you know, and, and it's, it's, it's a story that I've told about, about runners, but I, you know, man, okay. that goes, that goes back a long way because um, we've got people that, uh, 
that we talk to every day that uh, the, the Soviet, the Soviet union, what, what's the <laughs> Soviet union? You know, uh, we are really old, aren't we? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so, um, uh, well, you know, the, 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 uh, the first segment of the show, I, I, I like to get into uh, a little bit about how did you become who you are? And, uh, you know, that's, uh, that's a, a look back. And uh, I, I know that's a great story. And I'd, I'd like to have you share some of that with, uh, with the Bravehearts audience. Wow. Okay. You would. Um, some stuff I may or may not have told you, actually. Okay. Yeah. So, but uh, I was actually probably born as close to being born to be a personal trainer as possibly could be. Uh, yeah. at, now at five foot 10 and 180 pounds. Uh, I am the deep end of my family's genetic pool. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, um, and I was raised uh, largely by my mom. Uh, my, my old man, my, my birth father left when, you know, before I was five years old. Yeah. And so she's working and she's trying to take care of, you know, me and raise me. And mom had a weight problem. She was in high school. She was this little tiny cheerleader. And mm-hmm. then life happened. And baby happened. That would be me. And I actually almost, I almost killed my mother actually in childbirth. Mm-hmm. Okay. 1965, 36 hours of, of uh, child labor and uh, the, and I don't mean child labor loss, um, but mm-hmm. uh, the doctor said, and he says, you're not meant for this. If you ever do this again, don't come back to me. I don't want to help you. Wow. Okay. So, and it, it just messed up her system anyways. So back in the 1960s, early seventies, she used to live on something called Seago. I don't know if you're familiar with that or a lot of listeners are familiar with that, but Seago was the original Slim Fast, which was a little tiny meal in a can. Uh, And uh, she would consume and eat little tiny candies called AIDS, A-Y-D-S, which were appetite suppressant candies. Well, those were left around the house. Mm -hmm. Uh, So we had a combination of actually three things. We had AIDS, appetite suppressant candies that I got to sneak. We had Seago that I was living off of while my mom was trying to make meals and, and, and work and raise me. Yeah. And uh, without a father figure, uh, I, like a lot of people, uh, ended up wanting to find this, um, this uh, who to, they say that kids want to, uh, what's most important with kids is it's not, you know, telling them how to, to act or how to live, yeah. but who they want to be. It's more like who they want to become like. Yeah. Okay. Rather than it's not the rules, it's who they want to become like. Uh, so I followed, I just fell into this process of superheroes mm-hmm. and comic books. So we have a combination of weight loss, appetite suppressant, meal replacements, and superheroes. Yeah, I don't have much choice beyond that. I'm going to become a personal trainer someday. Yeah. <laughs> okay. uh, and it all came to fruition actually in my senior year in high school. I'd broken my leg, uh, ended mm-hmm. up gaining 40 pounds. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, and uh, ended up losing it all the wrong way. I ended up yeah, yeah, eating one meal a day and starving myself and doing all these stupid things that people do in the 70s and 80s and things like that. Yeah. And it was from learning from my own mistakes that I found out how to help myself, how to help other people. And honestly, that's kind of what uh, I've always done that when it relates to my clients it is asking, teaching them how to ask the right questions so they can learn from their mistakes. Cause the best thing y'all can do is do this without me. I would love for clients, most importantly, to be able to become their own best trainer. Mm-hmm. And the best way to do that is, as you mentioned earlier, man, I love a good question. Yeah. Well, that's pretty much how we run things. Yeah. You know, that, the, the idea of uh, training someone to be their own trainer, that's um, I, I guess that seems to me, that's what training is is uh, training someone to become competent at it um, where they don't, um, uh, they don't need the, uh, the day-to-day assistance or the you know, week-by-week. Uh, we might still desire that, mm-hmm. but uh, maybe it's, it's not necessary. Exactly. And that's, I, uh, that's yeah. where you're, you're getting people to. That's what we're working at. I mean, yeah. I, I'm lucky. I'm blessed. I have I've got some clients I've trained for over two decades, for almost yeah. 25 years nonstop, and they can do it now without me. Yeah. Uh, we found out ways to help them do that with COVID and everything. But um, the, it, it, heaven forbid, I would say, I should, yeah. I should stop saying this. If I yeah. died tomorrow, I really got to stop saying that. But, uh, but I just did again. Yeah. yeah. If I died tomorrow, if, I, if we haven't equipped you to be able to ask the right questions, mm-hmm. okay, ruthlessly find the right answers 
yeah. uh, and, and learn as much as possible about yourself, then all that's going to happen is you get to start all over again with another trainer next week. That's not, you know, that's, that, that's, if I don't help get you there, then all I'm doing, I'm, I'm basically promoting job security for myself, like handing out Dunkin' Donuts for God's yeah. sake in the middle of a workout. No, yeah, I'm not right. doing that, Brian. No, it's not happening. <laughs> I think there's some of the mega gyms they they have their their, their pizza parties Friday night pizza <laughs> like night I'm not Friday mentioning it I, I don't even know what gym on the planet that would be anyway, so. <laughs> doesn't sound like a fitness arrangement but anyway um, <laughs> thank you for yeah, you know, finishing that for not, uh, not 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 clarifying that anyway our, our you know our, our uh, the Bravehearts listeners uh, some someone has observed that they're among the most uh, the, the 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 smartest and most astute uh, radio audience or podcast audience uh, uh, that there is. And so uh, I'm, I'm just really glad to hear that. I know they're going to like this idea because you can train someone anywhere in the world, mm -hmm. uh, literally now with, uh, mm -hmm. with the way that we've adapted uh, over the last, um, over the last, well, particularly over the last year and a half. Yeah. Uh, we're going to go to break. Uh, but when we come back, I want to, I want to talk a little bit about, uh, about what, uh, what's going on now. And, uh, and uh, um, well, just uh, go, go from there. So that uh, was good. Yeah, stick with us, and uh, we will be back on the other side of 60 Seconds here on Bravehearts Radio with my guest, Jim Hall. Bravehearts Radio is sponsored by Bravehearts for Kids, a national pediatric cancer charity. Our mission is to provide life-saving hope and inspiration to families facing a pediatric cancer ordeal through outreach, information, and mentoring. Our recently updated Spotlight Hope mobile app puts families in touch with resources to help make their lives better from any location in the USA. For more information or to help, go to BraveHeartsForKids.org. That's BraveHeartsForKids.org. As the mission specialist, Brian Reinbold doesn't fly the rockets, but he does help to make sure each mission gets accomplished. Employee engagement is such an important concern for business people today. Brian helps socially conscious businesses reduce expenses, increase profits, and inspire a sense of dedication in the workforce by training mission-building behavior. It's not what Brian does that's most important. It's what people do after he trains them. For more information, contact Brian Reinbold at Mission Specialist at BraveHeartsRadio.org. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com. You're part of Bravehearts Radio. Call into the program today to 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. You may also email Brian. His email is missionspecialist at braveheartsradio.org. Now, back to this week's show. Welcome back, Bravehearts. You're listening to Bravehearts Radio. I'm your host, Brian Reinbold, and I am the mission specialist because, you know, it's your parade. I just help make sure you're in it. And if you want to connect with me, connect on LinkedIn. And I think you might get the mission specialist and the parade analogy when you see my LinkedIn profile, because uh, the, that banner picture behind my picture is the, uh, uh, the, the ticker tape parade after the Apollo 11 astronauts got back. And, uh, you know, the, the parade is for them, but there were the mission specialists that helped make it happen. So I'm your wingman, uh, help you, uh, with your program, just get back from emceeing an event in northern Minnesota, going to Columbus, Ohio next week to emcee an event. Um, and, uh, you know, on, on Friday, before I go to Columbus, uh, I've got the program for uh, something called the Charitable Roundtable. And the program is going to be on uh, gratitude. Uh, the idea that gratitude is the beginning of all good things and uh, some years ago, I had um, worked. I was working with a with a, a a life coach, and it was about Thanksgiving time. And I I I, I thought, wow, we're going to be setting goals now, right? And uh, she said, yeah, but before we do that, let's take a look back at the year and see what we've accomplished, what you've accomplished. 
And I thought that was one of the best look backs that I've ever, that I've ever had, because to say, man, this is, we, we really accomplished some things. And, and so I, I wanted to get into what, what you're doing now, Jim. And um, I know gratitude is such a big part of it. Ah, uh, big is almost humbling. Yeah. Um, Brian, you know me well enough. It's, it's very rare that I actually honestly stumble over my own tongue and, and I'm at a loss for words. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, but when it, uh, when it comes to, when it comes to, to, to gratitude, uh, it's, it almost should be absolutely everything. Problem yeah. is that at least that I have found is that uh, w- with gratitude, it becomes with some people this, I ran into a wonderful young woman at a store recently. Mm-hmm. Okay. And, uh, ended up mentioning, uh, she, she was actually helping me pick out something that was a gift for my wife. And she said, how about a journal? I said, well, that's great. Problem is my wife already has a journal that she uses. It's my book, which is called the live life lean journal. And it's a, it's a guided journal. And it's all about gratitude, 360 days, all that stuff. And she goes, Oh, that's so important to me. I've really been praying and really been trying to think an awful lot about gratitude and be very, very mindful of gratitude. Okay. Mm-hmm. And I said, yeah, sometimes I can feel so heavy. Sometimes it can feel so ominous. It can feel like such a should, you know, I should be more grateful. There's yeah. so many things I should be more grateful about. And what I've always told my clients is, and the readers of the book is we're shooting ourselves all over the place <laughs> because uh, when, when anybody says, you know, you should do this, you should do that. I should do this. I should do that. All of a sudden I've got this oppressive heaviness that I need to catch up with. I'm running behind. I should already be there. I should already be grateful. Mm-hmm. And the, the whole purpose behind the book, and that's the whole, you know, I, you look great in the shirt. You look great in the lunatic shirt. Uh, and the lunatics, basically, the most important part is the lean. And uh, mm-hmm. that's what the, the book is, which is live life lean. And lean is not about the things most personal trainers would have you think about. Lean is L-E-A-N. Learn something new. Oh, Brian. Lean, L-E-A-N, learn something new, earn something not just given to you, add to the world outside of you, and then navigate somewhere next, okay? And those four steps on a day-to-day basis, whether somebody had a journal to write them down in or a smartphone to digitally put them in on, Mm -hmm. if you do that every single day, we realize that we have absolutely so much to be grateful for, and we have total input over it. It's not just this ethereal, mysterious, skybound, skyward thing that you have to sit there and go, gosh, please show me the things that I should be grateful for. And although that is incredibly valuable, mm-hmm. so mysterious, it feels like we're out of power. And when we have no power over something, it's so easy for us to feel like, um, maybe we're a victim. And I don't mean the negative type of victim. I don't mean the political type of victim that people talk about. It just means that yeah. it's happening to me rather than happening through me, you know, happening with me, happening because of me. And every single day, we can learn something new. Every single day, we can earn something not just handed to us. Every single day, we can do something I need to get better at, which is add to the world outside of me. Yeah. Okay? My wife is wonderful at that. You know? You've talked about stories where you've been really, really good at that. And when we're in a position where we learn something new, earn something, add to the world outside of us, we are in the best possible place to navigate new places. And that next year, like with Thanksgiving just coming up, just a couple few weeks from now, yeah. as far as you, know, you and I talking and stuff like mm-hmm. that, yeah. it makes it so easy to just be humbled And yet at the same time, you feel like empowered and strengthened all at the same time. It's a really weird thing. And one thing that's really cool about the book is it's 360 days. It's not like starting January 1st. You can start it any day. Yeah. It's not, it's not for me to tell you what day to do. Jump around, jump around, have some fun with the thing because it's your gratitude. That's right. Yeah. 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 Because, you know, like today is uh, day 308 for the year and, uh, you know, page 308 uh, is, um, what the experts said, when we are tired, we are attacked by ideas we conquered long ago uh, from Nietzsche. Mm-hmm. I think I got the I, name right. I take great yeah. pride in, in pronouncing people's you, names you, right. You, you, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. And, you uh, did fine on that one. Yeah. Now, the question is, now the question is, what did the guide, what did the guide's point of view say when it smarted off and commented back? Uh, the guide said, uh, I know a guy who once told me that it's hard to be both brave and exhausted because fatigue makes cowards of us all. 
Absolutely. Yeah. And that's one of the things, because a lot of times when we have things in there in the past, they end up hanging on to us and we carry yeah. them with us. Okay. And we don't, uh, you can't reach out to the future with both hands when mm-hmm. you've got one hand dragging issues from the back and that's exhausting. It's tiring. It's fatiguing. Yeah. That's one of the reasons people honestly don't end up making a lot of success when it comes to their bodies, when it comes to their health and their fitness and their wellness, mm-hmm. they don't necessarily wholeheartedly wrap both hands around believing that it's yeah. going to be different this time. No, butt kissing. You did that. But you've also, I mean, you've worked yeah. with other great people in the past. You've told yeah. me about that. You've got yeah. really great experience that has added up to somebody who believes that they can pull something off. Yeah. And that's what you've done with that 40 plus pounds that we've done so far. Well, and, and there's, there's something I remember, you know, what I've, I've been through this before, uh, you know, a, a, a large uh, weight loss working with a trainer. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, one thing that, that, that really stuck with me was, was that we, we were, we were so, excited then and i'm really excited now that over that 40 pound weight loss my lean mass mm-hmm. has stayed the same mm-hmm. i mean within a, a pound or two either way and i'm not talking about the uh the, i'm not talking about the uh, lean, the lean. Mass. i'm talking about yeah. my uh, 360 my, pages that's a 360 entries that's a three, big book. 360 that's, that's entries that's of mass. staying the same now no. gotcha yeah <laughs> Yeah. No, the human body, listen, the human body wants to maintain homeostasis. It wants to maintain yeah. status quo. It wants to keep things the way it's been. It's yeah. your, in yours and my instance, it's been decades that it's been trained to do that. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So if we're losing weight and we're losing fat, it's thinking, you know what? I could slow that metabolism down a little bit and maintain the same percentage if I yeah. just shed a little bit of, shed a little bit of muscle here, nope. you know, nope. Nope. Why, why do I need to hang on to all this muscle if I'm not carrying around as much fat? Yeah, that's right. Or bone. You know, yeah. I mean, yeah. yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Okay. So we we've kept it. We've we've kept the uh, the strength of, and that's one of the things that, as I understand it, that that helps maintain things over a long time. And it doesn't have that yo-yo effect because when somebody loses the muscle, then they uh, and they uh, you know then they're more likely to gain things back. I've trained clients. I've got a new one starting next week who's eighty six. I've trained clients that are up to the age of ninety. And honestly, if somebody came to me at eighty years old and said, I want to take up weightlifting for the first time and win the Mr. Olympia. Mm-hmm. At that point in time, I'd sit down and have a long conversation and say, what's your definition of winning the Mr. Olympia? Yep. But if they want to take up weightlifting and they want to get stronger now by comparison to last year, guaranteed. Yeah. It's, honestly, it's, I hate to yeah. say it corny and cheesy as it is the, basically the, the motto for, for the book and for my podcast for the lunatic podcast is better this week than last better next year than the past. Yeah. Because by the time we start getting older, it's not about what can I do in 30 days. Okay. It's what can I feel like in 30 months? Yeah. Well, but you you mentioned by the the time we start getting older, I mean, you know, technically we're older now than when we started the podcast today. I just started to feel like it, isn't it? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I have that effect. No, I don't. Um, Yeah. Yeah, uh, 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 you know, you like uh, perspective is one of my favorite topics. And it, you know, somebody says, "Here's a picture of me when I was younger," and I, I, I'd say, "How could it be otherwise?" Uh huh. <laughs> I was born at a very young age. Yeah, I get. I remember that. Yeah. So the last thought on the on the uh, you know the the, the now um, is uh, I think of gratitude as as our greatest privilege. And um, it's, it is such a privilege. It's such a, it's such a, a treat and to treat ourselves to gratitude is something that um, uh, it's just, it just, it, you know, the more, the more you, uh, the more you do it, uh, uh, the more gratitude that you express, the more you feel. It is contagious. Yeah. Uh, it's a great gift to ourselves. It's a great gift to those that we live with. Like, my wife, I know she's much better in this world when I'm a happy, grateful person. Okay. Hmm. Um, but the, I, I, I said, the other thing is, yeah, yeah I, I mentioned earlier that, you know, I, I'm a spiritual person, I'm a spiritual man and mm-hmm. people can take that and, and how that fits them and how that suits them is everybody's individual thing. But I think the greatest gift sometimes is not the things that we typically look to life and the universe and God and creator and all this other stuff. But the fact that once we realize that we've been given those things, yeah. that we're still here on earth and we get to use that with people, share that with people. Uh, it's like the what, was the, what was the Twain quote? Something about the, the, the two greatest days that you have on, 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 in your life or the day that you're born and the day you realize why you were born. Yep, exactly you know? right. Yep. Uh, and uh, 
similarly, I think Confucius, okay, it might've been, I could be wrong. He said that, yeah. uh, you know, that, that, that every man has two lives. Mm-hmm. Uh, the first life, okay, lasts until they realize that the second life happens. And the second life begins when they realize they only have one life. That's right. Yeah. yeah. And it, was it Confucius or maybe Buddha? Uh, I think, I think this one's from Buddha. It says, uh, your problem is you think you have time. And um, always you know, wearing one of these. Yeah. Oh well, God. you know, it's like you probably you 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 believe in time. You believe that there's something other than the present. Is I think yeah. what he's what he's getting at there. Yeah, I get it. But um, yeah, a lot of a lot of lot of lot of great great. I've got a lot of favorite quotes, and I you know going through the book. I've, I've learned some I, from you. Absolutely. I found yeah, some in there too. You know, I got some from my dad and. And a couple that I, you know, I threw around on my own. Doing good anywhere does good everywhere. That's that's one of my my favorite. I, I've tried mm-hmm. to find where that's attributable to, and I, I can't find someone else. So I'm going to claim the thing. You know? I was going to say trademark that baby. <laughs> Get that on a T-shirt. We'll put that Do- on the back of the next Lenatics T-shirt for you. There we okay? go. Doing good anywhere. Yeah, because so okay. So there's there's the the areas of, of being well, which I, I've identified as. Um, um, and you know, I, I, in my own way of, of, of doing this, I've, I've got, uh, uh, a rainbow of, of, uh, of colors for the areas of being well. So there's physical okay. wellness and wealth and mm-hmm. or, uh, abundance, um, uh, relationships and, and your work and then curiosity, uh, inspiration or teaching and, and spirituality. And those are the seven areas. And I always, I would say doing good anywhere does good everywhere. But I find that the easiest way to get on that wellness wheel for me is, okay. is physical wellness. And as, as, as your body starts to move, it mm-hmm. wants to move about, I mean, okay. A body in motion mind, mind gets tends better. to stay in motion. Okay. Yeah. I've got these wonderful little, I'll get you one. Actually, I should get you some of them. I've got these wonderful little squeezy balls that are in the shape of a brain and they're gray, like gray oh, yeah. matter. And they are printed and say that your body's change starts here. Wow. Okay. There's I've a, never, there's I, an, there's I need, an aha I need, uh-huh moment. There you go. Uh-huh. I need to give you some of those anyway. But that's <laughs> yeah. um, so. it, uh, honestly, yeah, there's, I always say that there's, if people want to make a change in their life real quickly, mm-hmm. if people want to make a change in their life, it's actually, a, it's this, this five steps and we do it in the wrong order. Okay. Yeah. Typically what we do is, man, that would be fun if I did that. Okay. Problem is the things that are fun, <laughs> oftentimes are the things that are not what are healthiest for our body. Me too, everybody. Okay. So the, it's a, it's a very basic thing. It's focus on your fuel first. Okay. Yeah. What you put in your mouth, what you put in your body, the aha, the water, everything like that. Focus on your fuel. Okay. All right. Then once you actually are making improvements in that, then focus on your fitness, which is movement. Okay. And then once you've got your fuel and your fitness moving forward, be prepared. Life's going to try and trip you up. It's going to happen. We've all had it happen. We're back. I make this wonderful commitment. And all of a sudden my car gets a flat tire. I can't make it to the gym. I get a broken leg. All these things happen. Okay. Mm-hmm. Focus on your fuel, focus on your fitness, then focus on your fight. Why you get out of bed in the morning. Okay. And why you're not going to let this get taken from you. And when you're in that position, then, then you make your goals and you think, I'm going to lose that 40 pounds like Brian did. Mm-hmm. That's your future. And then once you've got your fuel and you're feeding yourself, you're moving, you found the type of right exercise that fits you. That's your fitness. Okay. You know why you get out of bed. That's your, your, that's what you're fighting for your future. I have a goal now go get it done and go have some fun. Yeah. You'll fit fight future fun. Okay. Uh, and yeah. it's, if anybody doubts that, if anybody doubts that try being a wonderfully spiritual giving person on this planet. From a wheelchair and no one to sit and help you. Mm-hmm. You know, you've got to be able to take care of the body that your spirit is entwined with while we're on this planet, whatever that means to you. Same situation. You got to take yeah. care of that body. It's not selfish, it's not small minded, it's our responsibility. And you feel great doing it. Yeah. Yeah. Doing good anywhere does good everywhere. Do, you know, uh, go for a walk, take a deep breath. You know, mm-hmm. I always use the example, pick up a cigarette, but you made the world a better place. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's it. You don't you don't Thank have you. to you Thank don't you have to that. be you don't have to be Gandhi. You know, you don't. Mm-hmm. I mean, you don't have to change everything to change everything. I once had a, I once had, real quickly I had a once I once had a client who lost her earrings. She couldn't find her earrings. She couldn't find them. She couldn't find them. She couldn't find them. Guess where they were on her ears. Yeah. She looked everywhere for the answer except in the mirror. Ah. ah, and her husband has never let her live that down. <laughs> I, I've, 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 I've heard of this kind of thing, uh-huh. the, you know, the, the, the yep. eyeglasses on the forehead. Yep. Kind of she thing, looked you know, everywhere really. for the answer except in the mirror. 
you know, so uh, I'm going to take a quick break and we'll be back uh, with, uh, with Jim Hall on Bravehearts radio on the other side of 60 seconds. Stick with us with these important messages from our sponsors. As the mission specialist, Brian Reinbold doesn't fly the rockets, but he does help to make sure each mission gets accomplished. Employee engagement is such an important concern for business people today. Brian helps socially conscious businesses reduce expenses, increase profits, and inspire a sense of dedication in the workforce by training mission-building behavior. It's not what Brian does that's most important. It's what people do after he trains them. For more information, contact Brian Reinbold at Mission Specialist at BraveHeartsRadio.org. Bravehearts Radio is sponsored by Bravehearts for Kids, a national pediatric cancer charity. Our mission is to provide life-saving hope and inspiration to families facing a pediatric cancer ordeal through outreach, information, and mentoring. Our recently updated Spotlight Hope mobile app puts families in touch with resources to help make their lives better from any location in the USA. For more information or to help, go to BraveHeartsForKids.org. That's BraveHeartsForKids.org. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, VoiceAmerica.com. You're part of Bravehearts Radio. Call into the program today to 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. You may also email Brian. His email is missionspecialist at braveheartsradio.org. Now, back to this week's show. Welcome back, Bravehearts. You're listening to Bravehearts Radio. I'm your host, Brian Reinbold, and I am the mission specialist. You know, coming into the third segment, I always say something nice about the National Day Calendar, nationaldaycalendar.com, the, um, uh, one of the great sponsors of the Bravehearts for Kids Pediatric Cancer Charity. And, um, you know, if you go to National Day Calendar Radio, you can, uh, you can hear the, um, uh, the podcast about what the National Day is. And that's always fun. And if you decide that you want to hang out there and listen to the radio station uh, over the course of the day, you might even hear me chipping in with uh, a little comment now and then. So uh, my friends at National Day Calendar, and a uh, good time to get your National Day Calendar uh, this time of year. Uh, get ready for, uh, for all those special. I think there's 1,300 National Days now. Uh, some days have a whole bunch of them. So my guest today is uh, Jim Hall. Jim is a personal trainer and really uh, more, more, more than that, a, a great philosopher. Um, and I, 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 yeah, I love, I, I, I love the conversations um, uh, that, that we have when we have the ones uh, before the workout starts and after the workouts over, right? Yeah. I mean, I'm not, okay, I'm not, it. I'm not just, uh, just kissing ass agreeing with you during the workout to, you know, because I'm, I'm there to, you know, to, 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 uh, to work hard and you, you, and work you do hard to say you much do the workout. De- demand you're it. That. Yeah. You're good so, about that. Um, uh, yeah. So, um, so what is, what is, what's, uh, what's coming up for you? What's, uh, what's, what's on the horizon, uh, new things uh, that, that you have, uh, have planned going forward? Wow. Um, honestly, uh, the, the most exciting thing to me has been how everybody survived COVID together, regardless yeah. of what people um, think, don't think, know they know, think they know, but they don't know. One of the mm-hmm. things I said from the very beginning is we don't know what we don't know. Okay. Yeah. Is uh, spent so many years as a one-on-one trainer in my own gym, uh, you know, Lena Six Lifestyle Gym, that wonderful shirt that you're wearing there. Thank you for the plug. And uh, with COVID, everything shut life down. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and when that happened, we had to learn to pivot. Okay. Mm-hmm. So what people learn to do, I don't know about you, I'm not a big fan. We're sitting here looking, I'm looking at a camera and you're looking at a camera. And this is not the ideal set of circumstances for people to be able to exercise in. Yeah. Please let me make sure that I'm perfectly positioned in front of a laptop camera so my trainer can look at me while I do an exercise. No, I'm not thinking about whether I'm doing the form right. 
nothing wrong with them. It's just not a really good format. So, you know, mm -hmm. with us, we ended up uh, during the wintertime, which comes up here in the Midwest. And with what happened with COVID is we end up with a lot of people who uh, end up working out from home and exercising from home with mm -hmm. email campaigns and things like that. Uh, we, we did a, a great pivot on that that worked really, really well. But the great thing was, is that it taught people that there's more to this than just relying on me, mm -hmm. just showing up to the gym and relying on me, okay, yeah. as their teacher, as their trainer, as their crutches, all these other things, okay? Mm -hmm. And yeah, I turned to the side because I just realized my cat's in the background. He's probably going to want to jump on the camera. <laughs> um, Smokey's a ham. He's not a cat. He's a ham. But as such, they've all gotten involved in so many other aspects. They've gotten involved in listening to the Lean and Tick podcast. They've gotten involved in reading the, the Lean book and everything. And the... Uh, as corny as this is, the most important thing for me is that people learn to ask better questions. Meaning, at the beginning of this, we talked about, you know, good questions back and forth and everything. Okay. Mm -hmm. And you've mentioned some really good ones to me. Uh, I was fortunate enough to be able to ask a really great question of uh, a lady once, just in the last couple of months, and she and I were speaking. And it was because we were talking about the incompatibility, the incongruity of gratitude of being grateful and being hateful. Yeah. Okay. It's not possible. They don't exist. When was the last time that you were really genuinely grateful and thankful about something? And then you were feeling negative, hateful aspects. Okay. About people, about your neighbors, about your job, about your life, about how we used to be, about how we're not, about all these things. Real, true, grateful gratitude is this wonderful appreciativeness in the moment. And a big part of that, I think, I believe comes from people asking better questions. Um, and, uh, what, I mean, I started working on software on this a couple of years ago and what, what I'm really actually most excited about with my clients is that they're getting used to knowing that if there's an objection, if there's a rationalization, if there's a justification, if there's an excuse coming, that there's going to be a question right around the corner, that's going <laughs> to challenge them on that. So the good thing is, is they start asking their own questions. Yeah. Uh, that lady I was talking about earlier. Mm -hmm. She was saying how much she really, how much gratitude was really, really important to her. And she's trying to be mindful of it. And she's trying to think about it. And I said, let me stop you for a second. Let me ask you this question. What do you do every day that you're grateful for? Not what happens to you every day that you're grateful for. Not what does somebody else do for you that you're grateful for. But what do you do every day that you're grateful for? And she had to stop and think about it. I mean, it was really kind of a, it was a pause moment. I don't know if yeah. I've never asked you that. And she ended up coming up with it. And it was a private situation. I'm not going to, you know, I'm not going to divulge mm -hmm. what it was. Just like you knowing with me, all my clients, anything that you guys say to me mm -hmm. stays in the gym, yep. stays absolutely in the gym. How else can I blackmail you if I don't keep it secret that way? Yeah, except for what um, we put on the radio and on uh, exactly. the podcast, you know, that's exactly. uh, yeah, but that exactly. stays in the gym. Yeah. So in her, but in her situation, and interestingly enough, um, it, up came her husband, whose also name was Jim. And uh, they got started talking and you could just see the smile on his face. And it was a smile that he was not just proud of her because she realized this, mm -hmm. but he was happy for her. Yeah. And there's a difference with that. So uh, what this, this year with COVID has been between the Lenatic podcast, between the Live Life Lean book, between the new Lenatic's gym that we moved to recently uh, has, all, has all been about people just growing and expanding their willingness to face questions because Lord knows in this last couple of years, we face stuff. We never asked ourselves what we would do if, yeah. You know? Yeah. So, uh, and, and if I do a good enough job taking care of those things with clients, then the business relationship takes care of itself. It sure does. Yeah. It does. Yeah. So, you know, I, I've, um, I've been referring to um, the relationships that we've created in the past year with people around the world, literally uh, as the tail side of the COVID coin uh, mm -hmm. heads being the, um, the, the suffering and misery mm -hmm. in so many ways for so many people that COVID has been. Yeah. Uh, but the tail side of that coin is something that is, is just really remarkable to me that the relationships that we've created because of our, our need as people to be adaptable. Mm -hmm. And this idea that adaptability and resilience 
is uh, that's the key to. I love that word. Survival. I love that word. Yeah, resilience. My, my wife. Yeah, I love. Yeah. I absolutely love that word. I, it's. I don't think I ever appreciated it as much as I have in the last couple of years. Yeah. Uh, and and having met people who lost loved ones, um, widows who mm-hmm. had lost their spouses, you know, just pre- prior to COVID and things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, I've got loved ones right now, uh, honestly, that are hospitalized in Texas mm-hmm. with it. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, prayers every single day for them. <sighs> you mentioned the coin thing, and yeah. this is. It's kind of it's something I've used with clients before because they talk about you know life and they talk about their metabolism they talk about weight loss they talk about their, their I've got a family full of cancer it's just in my genes and they talk about all these negative things and yeah. it's always about what's the other side of the coin mm-hmm. it's always about what's the other side of the coin you know and it's a, it's a very interesting stat when you when you flip a coin yeah heads tails yeah. okay heads you know heads tails it's almost a fifty fifty proposition okay about which is going to come up, heads or tails. They've done, and they've mechanically launched these things. Okay. Yep. So they've, they've done all the stuff that they can do, but it's different when you look at the coin as something that spins, mm-hmm. just like our world. When the wow. coin spins, overwhelmingly, it falls head down and tails up. So really? the coins are made because what's a little heavier on one side. Yeah. So that tail yeah. side you talked yes. about as yeah. this world keeps spinning and everything. Okay. Yeah. We don't look for it. It's there. It happens to us. It's happening. I mean, it's been a wonderful year of me working with you. Okay. It's a great, dude, I love you. But it, it is something that we don't look for because we're anticipating seeing that head side, the negative yeah. side, the news side, the statistics side, the what's going to happen next side, the mask is over my eyes, I can't see straight side, whatever. Okay. But that other tail side that you talked about, yeah. those relationships, the stuff that's going to, that's the real, true, long COVID symptom that nobody talks about. That's the, the true the tail, long the COVID tail side. The, the yeah. tail side is, is, the, is, the, is the side that we'll be able to see long-term. Absolutely. And, and you know, the, what, what you described, you know, uh, math is not science, but it, math makes science possible. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so, yeah. Um, you know, mathematically, I guess the, the, uh, the, the, the heads or tails is, is a 50, 50 proposition when you flip theory, it, is, yeah. but if you spin it, nope. you know, it's going to look like the world. It's going to look like a sphere as it's yeah. spinning. Uh-huh. And then when it lands, uh, the uh, the decisive factor is is that it's going to it's going to show tails. Well, I'm mm-hmm. going to remember that when I when I have a, a chance. You know, if, if uh, Javier Bardem ever stops by, and you know, <laughs> I'm, I'm calling tails. Um, yeah, and long, and long, again, spin it. If you flip it, <laughs> if you flip right. it, right. you're, you're going to flip 50, me. 50, if you know yeah. what I mean, okay. Yeah. But if okay. you, if you spin Don't. that thing statistically. You vote you, you heads down, tails up. Yeah, you're going to yeah. win more often than not. Yeah, yeah. Here, here we are talking movie now. And, and the, I, I had, um, you know, when I when I asked you about your plans for the for the future, it, it mm-hmm. um, I, I had a note in my in my in my show prep notes about John Cleese because I just saw something recently where John, John Cleese said uh, the most inclusive joke that he could think of mm-hmm. is um, is um, how do you make God laugh? Tell him your plans. Tell him your plans. Yeah. That's right. And yeah. uh, anyway, that, that was, that was John Cleese. And I, well, I, and that's, you know, I, t- I, I, I talk I about, I was actually just watching, I think, I believe John Cleese. I'm pretty sure I was falling asleep in the process of watching Silverado the other night. And that's I right. Yeah. He yeah. was the sheriff, you know, that allowed everybody to escape and get away. <laughs> but um, I, I, the, the, the whole thing about telling about, you know, telling God your plans and making them laugh and stuff like that. Sometimes it could be laughter. Sometimes it could be a lesson. Uh, yeah. I, I used to be really, really big. I, I puffed myself up as a very, very young man, very proudly uh, because I could come up and craft questions that some of the most successful and educated and learned people couldn't answer as it relates to spirits in the Bible and things like that. Yeah. Okay. And one day, honestly, I just had this epiphany that said, Jim, if you knew all the answers ahead of time, you wouldn't need me. Um, people can interpret who me is at that point in time. Yeah. I personally just interpreted it. Okay. As a voice outside of my own. Mm-hmm. Wasn't John Cleese. <laughs> could have been a Monty Python. Could have been one of those. Mul- could have been, okay, yeah. Could have been, could have been. All right. But, 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 um, the, uh, I, 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 I've, 
I, I've personally learned that if I ever have any anxiety about the future, relax, breathe, and that anxiousness that I'm feeling mm -hmm. is actually a call to get excited about what's going to happen. Mm. Seriously, I don't know what it's going to be, okay? Yeah. But anxiety is all about what if. What if this? What if that? What if this does happen? What if it doesn't happen? That type of situation. Okay, well, that means something's going to happen. Get excited. It's not yeah. fear. It's something to look forward to. Just don't know what it is yet. So. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. That sounds great. And I wish I'd stayed awake to finish Silverado because that's a great movie. Yeah, Silverado is um, one, one of it's it's one of my favorites. Um, uh, you know, you talk movie lines, uh, uh, but um, uh, I, I like uh, I I like old movies. That there are some movies that I would just uh, I would just have on mm -hmm. for uh, you know just to just to you know keep me company while I was cooking, for example. <laughs> Is there, is there a movie that you have on that if somebody walked into the room, and it's one of those movies you're talking about. Yeah. Somebody walked into the room and goes, you like that? What movie would that be? I don't know. Get Shorty, probably. Yeah. Which one? Get Shorty. Okay. Oh, Get Shorty? Okay. All yeah. right. Okay. Because <laughs> I've, I've, I've actually, people, I had people say, yeah, I'm not, that's, that's not one for me. But yeah, I kind of liked it. Uh, and uh, and then that, that Elmore Leonard has is a guy that wrote Get Shorty has mm -hmm. so many good stories. Then yeah. um, you know could do, could do a whole show on Elmore Leonard's stories. Look that up, cool, yeah. awesome. Uh, see, that's why I see that question. I learned three twelve to Yuma. Uh, yeah, and there was there, there was one some, from something twelve to Yuma. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Three, I think it was three twelve to Yuma. There was one in the fifties, and there was one uh, you know in this century that mm -hmm. uh, same same. Uh, same author, um, cool. Mr. Majestics, uh, Charles Bronson. I mean, so a lot of, lot of stuff, old stuff. And mm -hmm. I, I, you know, here's a, a trivia question. Is like, which author has had the most work made into movies? It's a, it, you know, is it Elmore Leonard or is it uh, Stephen King or Michael Crichton or? Yeah, Tom see, Clay. I was thinking Dr. Seuss, but never mind. Okay. No, 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 no. Well, I, I, yeah, I, 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 you know, here, here's something. I get it. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I'll give you oh. a hint. Okay. Ro Romeo and Juliet has been made into a movie nine different times. So that makes sense, yeah. Yeah, okay. so Shakespeare. So, Shakespeare, yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, hey, uh, going to a, one more quick break, and then we'll back to uh, wrap things up with, uh, with Jim Hall and um, – uh, stick with us on Bravehearts Radio. We will be back after these important words from our sponsor. Bravehearts Radio is sponsored by Bravehearts for Kids, a national pediatric cancer charity. Our mission is to provide life-saving hope and inspiration to families facing a pediatric cancer ordeal through outreach, information, and mentoring. Our recently updated Spotlight Hope mobile app puts families in touch with resources to help make their lives better from any location in the USA. For more information or to help, go to BraveHeartsForKids.org. That's BraveHeartsForKids.org. As the mission specialist, Brian Reinbold doesn't fly the rockets, but he does help to make sure each mission gets accomplished. Employee engagement is such an important concern for business people today. Brian helps socially conscious businesses reduce expenses, increase profits, and inspire a sense of dedication in the workforce by training mission-building behavior. It's not what Brian does that's most important. It's what people do after he trains them. For more information, contact Brian Reinbold at Mission Specialist at BraveHeartsRadio.org. Stimulating talk it gets those synapses in the brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com. You're part of Bravehearts Radio. Call into the program today to 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. You may also email Brian. His email is missionspecialist at braveheartsradio.org. Now, back to this week's show. Welcome back, Bravehearts. You're listening to Bravehearts Radio. I'm your host, Brian Reinbold, and I am the mission specialist 
And uh, to here today, I've got Jim Hall as my guest. Uh, Jim, uh, is, he's my personal trainer. Uh, I'm, a, I'm a lunatic uh, at the Lenatics uh, Lifestyle Gym. Uh, it's got a new, new name for the, for the gym, too, now. Yeah, uh, Lenatics. Yeah, the Lenatics, lean, which comes from the Lenatic podcast. And the yeah. lean is L-E-A-N. It's not about body fat. It's not about leanness. It's not about muscle mass. It's about learning and earning and adding to the world outside of yourself. Yep. And then from that perspective, navigating somewhere next, learn, earn, add to the world and navigate someplace next. So that's where the name came from and everything. And yes, you are a stark raving lunatic. That's so, right. Yeah. Yes, you I, are. And I, I got the book and you can, you can get the book on uh, Amazon. It can be got Amazon. It can be on Amazon or it can awesome. be done on uh, Ampurage.com, which is my website, A-M-M-P-U-R-A-G-E, Ampurage.com or the lunatics.com um, or Jim talks too much.com. One of those, one of those. Um, Ampure, A-M-M-P. AMMP, which stands for what something you and I are both really interested in, which is age management master planning. Age management oh. master planning. AMMP, you are AGE. Yeah, lenatix.com. Lenatix. And uh, yeah, I mean, I, I found I, I got a couple copies on uh, from Amazon. So mm-hmm. yeah, delivered Amazon. to my door the very next day. That's right. God um, bless Amazon. So um, the, uh, the, the, the A in, in lean is, is adding to the world. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, that's, a, that's an area that, um, it, yeah, man, that's, that's, we have, we have an opportunity for that every day. It seems like, uh, mm-hmm. when I say doing good anywhere does good everywhere. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the thing that, that the, the thing that just comes to mind right away for me is, is something my dad used to say is a smile is the best investment you can make. You can give it away and you almost always get it right back. Oh man, I wish I remember who had this quote. And your dad would have loved this quote too. And that was basic. That was the the, the shortest distance between any two people is a smile. Yeah, that you know that I sounds sounds like remember. Zig Ziglar. It sounds like something. Yeah. Yeah. yeah absolutely. Yeah. yeah. But, it, so, but you know what? Um, I mean, dad got dad got one uh, one that he used to say is is um, no matter where you go, there you are. Mm-hmm. And I always thought, gee, you know, dad, that, I mean, what yeah. could be more obvious? You know, I thought he was just trying to be funny. I found out later it was Confucius. Uh-huh. Uh, I think that's where dad probably got it. Unless he Confucius, you know, just... I think, got it from Buckaroo Bonsai. But yeah, it could, gone, could have gone. Yeah, or, or uh, Keanu Reeves or something yeah. like that. In, exactly, uh, yeah. You know, uh-huh. In a phone booth. A yeah, uh, but, you yeah, know, the ad thing, thing so. that you, yeah. you were talking about, adding to the world, yeah. you know, outside of ourselves. Um, everybody's got a strength, you know, from I... Learning is not a problem for me personally. Okay. Mm-hmm. Earning. I just work long days and I, and I, and I like you doing, I love what I do. Okay. And mm-hmm. navigating someplace next is not a problem. Adding to the world. It's weird. It's, I don't know about you. For me, I look at that as my personal challenge. Yeah. And I think the holidays tend to remind me of that, you know, from Thanksgiving and new year's. And then you know, people talk about new year's resolution and things like that. And I'm, I, I hate new year's resolutions. If you're going to do something, you know, mm-hmm. let's help you get started now. Okay. When you've got momentum and you're excited and you're thinking yeah. about it, rather than putting it off, procrastinating, that type of situation. Obviously we have the Christmas holiday and everything, mm-hmm. but um, it's, it's, it's interesting adding to the world, slowing down me, not thinking about myself learning and not being so focused on sh- getting up at three 30 every day and working and, and, and earning a living and always thinking about tomorrow. The one thing about adding to the world outside of yourself seems to me to be the thing that is most in the moment. Um, okay. The, the whole concept behind the lean thing is it, it literally is the way that we all were raised. I don't care who we are. When we were little, the first thing we do is we go, look what I learned. Look what I, look what I know now. Look what I learned to do. Okay. Yeah. And then we can do something. And now look what I made. Look what I earned the title of. I made this. I did this. Look what I earned. Look what, you know, that type of thing. Um, and as kids, we got excited about where we were going to go and going to Disneyland, all this little stuff and stuff like that. And even, but the adding to the world outside of ourselves is the one thing where as a kid, you go, look what I did for grandma. Mm-hmm. Look what I did for my little sister. Okay. Mom, look what I did for you. And it's the one thing that slows us down and takes us out of ourselves. And I need to get better at that. And the holidays is just the best time to do that. You know, the holidays is, is that'd be great if we did 365. You and I had a conversation recently about something completely off topic. And, and what you had said was, I, my understanding of what you said was that you would really just like it and your personal belief on it would be best if everybody saw this particular issue as something they wanted. 
Okay. It was a, yeah. it was a loving wanted situation. Okay. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, exactly. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and the, the, the great thing and the, the wonderful thing would be is if we all wanted to do for each other and didn't feel like we had to, or we were codependent to, yeah. or you know, it was the, the, the pressure and the religiosity of, and all these other things. Me, I just get too busy. Yeah. I let myself get too busy learning and earning and working with you guys and making plans for the future. Yeah. And I forget the little kid in me. I was, there was a grocery store chain back in Southern California where I was brought up called uh, Stater Brothers, not the Statler Brothers, not the singing group, the Stater Brothers. Yeah. And this was back in the day when they didn't have automatic doors. They didn't mm-hmm. slide. They didn't open on their own. Oh, yeah. And I remember uh, a story. Mom goes in and mom, my mother always taught me to open a door for people. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For ladies. But, but, you know, always taught to, to open it. So I would go and I would open the door. They didn't have the pressure pads where you put the foot on it and it opened up and stuff like that back then. So yeah. I would go and I'd open the door and she'd go in and she'd start her shopping. And I'd still be there opening and holding the door for people as they came in five minutes later. And she's yeah. wondering when her child is going to catch up with her. <laughs> and sometimes I pretty good at that. Yeah. I was, but I wonder where that kid went. Yeah. It would be, it's nice around the holidays. To get that kid back yeah you, you remember remember at, at some point it got to be more fun to give presents than oh. to get presents yeah it still is it yeah. absolutely it, it, it still is and that's when for me having you know kids three kids and stuff like that they say you're having a kid be prepared you're going to spend the rest of your life with your heart walking around outside of your body yeah. okay <laughs> um and uh all three of you out there listening you've broken it more than once i love you but it's happened mm-hmm. but uh, the, that, that to, to see other people's faces light up and then just to see other people be appreciative. You know, we have the Parkinson's program that we help people with Parkinson's yeah. at the gym, as far as boxing, fitness and Parkinson's and things like that. I, and I was busy yesterday. I taught a class and I had to move on to the next client, personal training client like yourself. They walked in, I had to get them set up mm-hmm. and I watched two of the Parkinson's clients, both of which had tremors, mm-hmm. both of which had walking issues. Yeah. help someone who was part of the Parkinson's class who was getting to their walker and who was struggling putting their jacket on. Yeah. And I watched them lovingly selfless, selflessly. One helped him lean and stand and the other one helped him put his jacket on. And they all had challenges, but they were grateful because it was, man, it wasn't about how my challenge isn't as bad as theirs. It's just how I get you. I get you. I know where you're at. Mm-hmm. I see you. I get you. And I think with people with Parkinson's, sometimes they don't get seen by the world. So um, it's, it's one of the things that I try and help in the holidays. But uh, I, 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 I watch them give this person the gift of just recognizing their, their humanity and, and that they were important to them and stuff like that. And I felt like an absolute idiot because I was over setting up a barbell. <laughs> and I didn't get to be part of this. So... Well, Jim, I, I, I think you add to the world and, uh, I, 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 my, uh, you're, you're a terrific personal trainer, but when I introduce you as a philosopher, I, I think you're the, the addition that what you bring is a way of thinking and a thoughtfulness, um, having thought things through, but also thoughtful in the sense of, of caring about other people. You guys are important to um, me. That's what? You guys are important to me. You're crucial. You're the reason, you're not the reason I do it like codependent, okay? Um, You're the reason I do it, like my wife said one time, she goes, it's your purpose, it's your calling. So if, again, Mm -hmm. heaven forbid, the universe and God decides, guess what, Jim? You're going on to your next act tomorrow, Yeah. okay? I got no regrets, okay, if you guys simply realize, hey, I can do this. I just got to stop and ask the right questions. Ask the right questions. That's uh, well, if, if there's anything that, uh, that, that, I, that the Bravehearts um, got from the show today, I think it's uh, ask the right questions. Is, and then uh, listen for the answer. And, and it, yeah, and then listen to the answer, too. So uh, my guest today has been uh, Jim Hall, uh, trainer and philosopher at uh, Lenatix. You can get his book, Live Life Lean, L-E-A-N. And uh, it's uh, 
it's a it's a terrific guide for the next year or any period of time that uh, that you want to uh, improve yourself and have an impact on the world. Um, awesome, awesome. Thank you, Brent. Bravehearts Radio, we're we're with you uh, live on Monday at three o'clock Central Time and anywhere you like on your own schedule by whatever podcast uh, you prefer. And uh, stick with us. Uh, uh, next, well, no, stick with no. Don't stick with us. Come back and uh, visit us next week. And uh, until then, uh, remember that doing good anywhere does good everywhere. And uh, be well and stay well. Thanks again for joining us this week for Brave Hearts Radio. Be sure to tune in for another edition featuring your host, Brian Reinbold. The show can be heard every Monday at 1 p.m. Pacific Time and 4 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. We'll talk again next time. 